evening, America. Welcome in to the Mac Truck Podcast here on Spotify Podcast. My name is Mackenzie Brooks, aka the Mac Truck, aka your worst nightmare. Welcome in and thank you for joining me on this wonderful Wednesday evening, just about 10 minutes till six o'clock Central Standard Time, September 27, 2023. I am so pumped to get this opportunity to be here with you guys on this awesome platform that is Spotify Podcast. Go ahead and download it. Go ahead and follow me. All my social media is either Mac Brooks or Mackenzie Brooks with two Z's, not one. Go ahead and follow me. Go ahead and find me on TikTok. Go ahead and find me on any social media platform. Let's be friends. Let's talk sports. Today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter than I normally like to keep it. I've done some other podcasts in the past, but since this is the first episode of my own podcast, we're just going to go ahead and get right into it. A little bit about myself, 31 years old, I play two different sports predominantly. I play women's tackle football for the Nebraska Pride uh, Women's Tackle Football Organization. I also fight MMA and kickbox out of Iowa Martial Arts and Wellness here at Des Moines, Iowa. I'm very thankful for the opportunities both of these sports have given me and the network that I have built participating in these two sports. Um, It has made my social networking experience and um, just platform itself as a person, an athlete, just spread like wildfire. It's amazing. I could not thank those two sports enough alone for that. A little bit of extra knowledge about me. I used to be a world champion figure skater before I started getting really into the contact sports itself. Um, And nobody ever seems to believe me, but I have pictures and medals and records to prove it. That's just a little bit of fun news about myself. Um, We're going to talk about college football for a little bit. going to talk about NFL football for a little bit. going to talk about some uh, hot topics on the sporting docket. So we're going to get right into it, starting with the hot topic of the current week. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are dating. In case nobody knew, they are an actual thing. And if you follow sports super heavily like I do, um, Travis Kelsey announced it on his Hi- his New Heights podcast with his brother Jason for the record, if you have not listened to that, it is great. You need to. It is awesome. Those two together are like peanut butter and jelly, um, ham and cheese, pizza sauce, and a crust, banana bread, and chocolate chips. I don't care how what analogy you want to use. Those two brothers and their podcast are just that and then some. Um, Taylor Swift went to her first NFL game, I believe, this past weekend with Mama Kelsey in the press box. And Taylor's reaction to Travis Kelsey's touchdown was phenomenal. I absolutely loved it, um, especially if that was if that was really her first NFL game. And obviously, her favorite player is going to be her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. So when you get you know together in a relationship and you see that person do something really well, you just you know you just can't hold your excitement. There's numerous pictures of her getting thrilled and excited and I absolutely love it and then you just see mama Kelsey's you know just kind of next to her just taking in the moment because you know it's her first time that she's seen Travis Kelsey make that uh his uh coveted touchdown catches one of many that he's had so it was just nice to see um 
Next on the NFL docket, we have the unfortunate um, loss for the Denver Broncos. That was 70-20 to with a 50-point deficit given to them by those Miami Dolphins. Coach Mike McDaniel told his team before the game what this game meant to them, or him rather, and some of the backstory. Coach Mike McDaniel is a Colorado native, I believe. He was the ball boy for the Denver Broncos as a younger adolescent, younger adult. And when it came down to it and the Denver Broncos needed to fill that vacant spot of head coach, they passed him up many times. So Coach Mike McDaniel took that very personally and clearly showed how personally he took it with the 70-20 to win over the Denver Broncos. What I can say is the fact that Coach Mike McDaniel did not run up the score more than that is a sign of respect. But the fact that he ran it to 70, I was just like, what is happening? Like, why is this a thing? However, going back to the Denver Broncos, in order to win games, you have to execute. The Miami Dolphins did nothing, did everything and then some. They did nothing but that. Like, they executed. O-line was on. Tua was on. Uh, Tyreek Hill was on. I mean, defense was on. It just, like, there's there wasn't a thing wrong that you could find with the Miami Dolphins at that point. With the Denver Broncos, it just kind of seemed like they would get somewhere and then have a mistake. They would get somewhere and miss a catch or miss a block or Russell Wilson would throw it over somebody's head. It was just kind of not very efficient, if you would say. The Miami Dolphins were the fourth team to score 70 points in a game, I believe, if that stat that I saw earlier was correct, um, which is wild to think about. There's three other teams that have scored 70 points um, in a single NFL game. But, you know, you can't quite dwell on games in the past. There's 18 games, 17 games in the NFL season, not including playoffs. Okay, so you all you do if you're the losing team, or all you can do rather, is lock and load for the next week and try to get that first win under your belt. The Denver Broncos play the Chicago Bears this weekend, who are also 0-3, 0-4 rather, and you just look to make those improvements. And going to the Chicago Bears side, you also have to look to make those improvements. It's going to be the battle of the losing teams. Um, and at this point, I'm personally not super confident in the Chicago Bears. Um, I'm taking Russell Wilson and those Denver Broncos by 10. Um, it's going to be a gunslinger fest if Justin Fields can get things under control like we're normally used to seeing. Same thing with Russell Wilson. If Cortland Sutton can keep you can keep his his eye on the ball and get grab those catches, it's pretty much going to be a done deal. Both defenses have to step up as well. Um, but that's neither here nor there. That game is going to be electric as it should be. Now moving into uh, the uh, next team on my docket for the day, 
those Dallas Cowboys. I am a diehard Dallas fan, and I also think they should always just be perfect, but that's not realistic. However, I don't think every year should be our year. Um, I'm not one of these fans that's like, oh, we got this person, so we're going to win. No, we still have to learn how to effectively move the ball, whether it's passing, whether it's rushing the ball down the field. We have to have you know yards. After, we have to have everything rolling on all cylinders. And this week, that just wasn't a thing for us. It wasn't a thing for my defense either. Um, 16 to 28 loss against the Arizona Cardinals. Josh Dobbs went off 17 for 21, 181 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, and a QBR of 83.9. Um, Josh Dobbs is QB2 when Kyler Murray is active. Kyler Murray is still uh, rehabbing his knee from ACL surgery um, at the end of last year. Dak Prescott, 25 for 40, 249 yards, one touchdown, one interception, and a QBR of 40.8. Um, that is one of the lowest QBRs he has had. And that's just because he effectively was not moving the ball as a quarterback. It, it is what it is. I can't be mad about it. I know lots of Dallas country always wants to blame him, but it's not all him. We have to catch balls. We have to block. As, as a defense, we have to brush the quarterback. We have to get pressure on the offensive line. We have to make those stops in the defensive secondary, which brings me to my next point. Losing Trey Diggs this past week in practice with an ACL tear was very... I'm not going to say it set us back, but it kind of did. Um, Deron Bland takes that spot. Um, and effectively moves the ball as far as takeaways, pitting the tackle right away, knocking him back for loss. Like he, he does all those things that Trey Diggs does, but when you add Trey Diggs into that equation with the Dallas defense, it's almost a whole nother level. Hopefully those two backups for Trey Diggs can keep the efficiency growing and get up to a level to where Trey Diggs has been I think I think Dallas will be all right Michael Gallup has had very little targets or receptions since he got hurt last year as well he had six receptions on seven targets 92 yards and his longest run was 27 yards that right there shows me that you now have your second target back you have CD Lamb as your first target, if you're Dak Prescott, you have Michael Gallup now back at that that 1A2 spot. You still also still have Tony Pollard, who is now your QB1, was QB, or uh, running back one, rather, behind Zeke. Now he takes over that RB, RB1 spot, and you now have Dawadu as your secondary running back. So you have the weapons. You also have one of the best offensive lines in NFL football right now. You have to produce, though, across the board. Not just quarterback, not just offense, offense, special teams. The entire team has to be on all cylinders to win in the league. And I think this is just a little bit of a setback. And I think this weekend when Dallas plays the New England Patriots and plays the former number one running back for the Dallas Cowboys, I think they redeem themselves this weekend. 
college football recap. Let's do it. Unfortunately, if you're an Iowa Hawkeyes fan, you experienced a 31-0 shutout in Happy Valley against the Penn State Nittany Lions. Um, it doesn't matter if Iowa goes down there or if Penn State comes to Kinnick Stadium. That game has always been a thorn in either team's side. Unfortunately for Iowa, things just, again, were not clicking. The offensive efficiency wasn't quite there. Um, this is also a step, just a small setback in my eyes, personally, as an athlete and as a fan. I was also 3-1. and one. Um, We've had wins with Iowa State, uh, Utah State, and Western Michigan. Some people want to discredit those wins because of the caliber of teams, but we still have three wins. Now, we have to figure out how we're going to move forward the rest of the season. Iowa got exposed. Cade McNamara, my graduate quarterback transfer from Michigan, who brings graduate transfer tight end Eric All with him after back procedure. They come in and automatically make the offense more efficient than it has ever been, even within the first game. Unfortunately, Cade McNamara suffered a soft tissue injury during spring camp and has been nursing it ever since. Um, My backup, Deacon Hill, who I think can step into that spot if needed, um, should they should have him on high alert for this next game. Iowa plays Michigan State at 6.30 at Kinnick Stadium um, this coming Saturday. And I think Iowa will redeem themselves. It's just everything has to be on all cylinders. The defense, again, same thing, has to be on all cylinder. Jay Higgins has to get in the back. He has to get pressure. Cooper DeGene has to bat balls down, has to read the QB's, QB's eyes. Like, he has to do everything. Like, everything has to be on all cylinders. That's how you win games. The efficiency across the board is where you win. And that just wasn't there across the board for Iowa on Saturday. It just wasn't. Lots of mental mistakes, lots of unnecessary penalties, lots of Cade McNamara not being able to just read one progression because he had pressure already coming up the holes. The offensive line has to be sound, point blank, period. In order to have efficiency on the offensive side of the ball, the offensive line has to be efficient. That's where you start, literally where you start. That's neither here nor there. Michigan State has always been a thorn in our side, just like all the other Big Ten teams um, in the Big Ten West, rather. With that being said, Michigan State has also had some coaching tribulations with the official release and firing of Mel Tucker due to the sexual um, allegations. He was just recently released earlier this afternoon. Um, Unfortunately, that does bring kind of a distraction to the Michigan State team, but I think also on the flip side, they know that they have a game to get ready for. You can only control what you can control, and I think they're going to bring a lot of those emotions with them when they come into Kinnick Stadium at 6.30 on Saturday uh, Saturday night. So we've got some good games on the docket this weekend, um, NFL-wise, um, college-wise itself. I, for one, am excited. I love the caliber of football that we're seeing. I love the caliber of sports that's happening. Um, and then with other sporting news, for those of you basketball fans, Damian Lillard is now being traded to, I believe, the Milwaukee Bucks as part of a three-team deal. 
Um, he did state earlier, either later last season or earlier in this preseason, that he wanted to be traded out of Portland. Um, he also stated that he would rather be traded or lose uh, a bunch of times than join the Golden State Warriors, which as a Golden State Warriors fan, I laugh, but as a basketball fan and a former basketball athlete, I absolutely get it. I don't want to join a team with a bunch of superstars knowing that I'm also a superstar and knowing that I just need those parts to get over my hump of not being able to move into the next round of the playoffs um, or even to get to a title rather. So I absolutely get it. I think if the Bucks keep him, he's there with Giannis up at the Gumpo. Uh, and that right there is going to be a very, very dangerous duo. Um, and I cannot wait until basketball season. I literally can't. I am just such a big sports fanatic. Football, basketball, the end of baseball season. Um, getting more news and trials and things for the uh, Paris Olympics in 2024. Just, there's just so much happening and I absolutely love to see it. Um, so stay tuned for more Mac Truck Podcast episodes. Like I said, this one's going to be a little bit shorter just because it is a pilot episode. It's episode one, episode zero, whatever one you want to say it. It's the first episode of the Mac Truck Podcast. I appreciate all of you for coming in and listening, coming in and getting a different taste of sporting podcasts, entertainment podcasts. If you have anything that you want to talk about, if you want to come on, follow me on social media, hit me up. I would love to have guests on. I have a whole lineup of guests, but I want all kinds of different people. So come on, support the podcast, follow me on social media. Don't forget to download Spotify. That's where you can get this podcast as well. Again, thank you for joining me on the first episode of the Mac Truck Podcast. Again, brought to you by Spotify Podcast and the leftovers in my refrigerator. This has been Mac Truck, and I hope you all have a wonderful night.